0: Everybody and welcome back to another episode of 4D. Of course, that is Dallas, the draft, and doomsday defense. Um, so let's just let's just get lay it right on the table. Last week I, I said it right before we started. Uh, my Tony Pollard prediction was was correct. <laughs> um, okay. I had a feeling, and, and then my gut feeling looked good, so it went right. Um, you know. <laughs> It was, an, it was one of those games where I think you need to win games like that, yes. right? It, it doesn't always have to be pretty. It doesn't always have to be this, this amazing, you know, we're going to blow them out. Like, you, sometimes you win ugly games, and, and that was a little bit of an ugly game. I mean, there were some ugly moments to it that, you know, they were playing double coverage over the top um, on both the outside receivers, forcing the Cowboys – to, to run and to play the short game, which, you know, they did. And you saw, it. I mean, Pollard had a good day. Zeke had a decent day. Uh, tight ends were highly involved. Um, you know, it was just one of those weeks where that was what the defense gives you. And that's what you take, um, you know, for all the people that want to talk about Dak Prescott and, you know, the passing and da 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 in reality, a really good offensive coordinator will adjust week to week based on what a defense gives him. Um, so, you know, a little recap of last week. I think the defense did well. Um, look, we're, we're, we're getting turnovers. And, you know, while we're, while we're still struggling a little bit at, it, against the pass and, you know, we're struggling a little bit in pass rush, um, I mean, obviously Tank was out. Randy was out. They were using Parsons. nigh got some good pressure, but it wasn't it, – it wasn't – it still isn't where it needs to be, right? Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's the best way to say it. So, um, but they're getting turnovers, and that's, that's an improvement, and that's something moving forward that the defense can capitalize on. And that's one of the things I took away from the first two weeks so far is that the first week wasn't an anomaly. Mm-hmm. second week they may create turnovers too so now you're heading into a three-week stretch where you're playing let's just be honest subpar quarterbacks um where guess what they're going to make mistakes and you have a chance to capitalize so let's how did you feel first off about the game the Chargers game you were there um yes we didn't know uh Joseph appeared on Yahoo Sports um, handing out a jersey to a veteran, which was incredible. So props to you on that. Okay. Um, so you were at the game. So you saw some things that people didn't see on the TV. Um, so I want to get some of your, your look of what you saw, your an- analysis, and, and kind of what you, you think now looking at their first two weeks.
1: Yeah. So when reading through everything and going back and, and looking at everything, um, my main impression was just how impressed I was with Kellen Moore. I, I can't understate that. Like, I, I mean, I can't overstate that. Like it, it was, it's ridiculous how good this young guy is um, at understanding everything, understanding what's being thrown at him, what is being presented to him and how to address it, how to attack it. Um, if you look at week, the first week, um basically Tampa loaded the box with their amazing run defense and they said, Hey, beat us with the pass. Make we're gonna make Dak beat us. And we didn't win the game, but Dak played amazing. They couldn't stop our offense. And then this week, as you've already kind of mentioned, you know, they they played that two deep shell, and they were saying, you can't beat us over the top um, you're going to have to be patient. You're going to have to run the ball. You're going to have to do shorter passes and methodically go down the field. And they said, okay, cool. We'll run for 200 yards, you know, like whatever, you know, like, and, and he said it after the game, look at we're going to attack our identity is not a run first or a pass first. It's a, we're going to attack what you give us and you're not going to stop us either way.
0: Yeah, so um, interestingly, one of the things I was curious about was um, how you saw, because look, you know, when you Gallup was out, right, mm-hmm. you yeah, had Amari and CD. did that you think play a part of them being able to kind of cover deep? Because now you didn't have a, look, Wilson's a decent receiver, right? Um, but do you think that played a part into them being able to basically bracket both of them you know, and kind of play in that strategy that it, it may have looked different had we had all
1: three. 100%. I, I think 100%. And then add on top of that, as we found out this week, that uh, Cooper's rib injury that he got at the end of the game was actually he got it in the Tampa game. So it mm-hmm. sound sounded like he was kind of playing out there limited, and that's why they didn't focus so much on him. And he, I guess he, he was a little bit of a decoy, you know. He got his he got his targets. He played he played good for what he did. Um, but uh, I think with that limitation, and then with Calip uh, not there, yeah, one hundred percent that that assisted them in being able to play and bracket bracket our guys and you know Kellen Moore and the the offense adapted and had a really good game plan and a really good plan of attack.
0: So speaking of bracketing, you know, we, we talked last week of how to defend the Chargers. And, you know, you had brought up that they should bracket Williams. Um, I said they should bracket Allen, um, or excuse me, I uh, should man up against Allen versus bracketing. Um, it looked like they went the way I thought they would go, which was hey, we're just going to say, you know, Allen, you're going to have to face up on Diggs, and Williams, you're going to have to eat you know, basically double coverage, Um, which, you know, at the end of the day, like people, there's a lot of people out there who are really low on Brown and look, Brown has not had a great start to the season, but you put that in context with the safety help that he's getting. He's not playing awful. Like it's not good, but it's probably not as bad as people think there's been some amazing catches on him, Mm -hmm. but you know, do we need to go and start maybe looking at Joseph or, or Wright or something? Yes, I, I think you are there. But I don't think it's quite as bad as people think. Um, you know, you're, you're asking him to do some things a little different than he's been asked in the past. And I think that's a part of the, the, the issues. Um, you know, they're relying on him as a full-time number two playing a lot of single coverage. Yeah. Uh, you know, which... Kind of surprises me considering they knew this was an issue. Um, but just, you know, I, I think he's getting a little bit of a little bit, not a lot, a little bit of a uh, over overreach because Diggs is playing so well and the safeties are playing so well. I think he's getting a little bit of a, of a dig on him. But hey, you know what? He hasn't been playing great and I'm for replacing him. Yeah. Um, you know, pass rush. That was another thing we, we had a question on. Um, they use Parsons. Uh, Parsons had a solid day. You know, I, I jokingly said something about putting him at defensive end uh, permanently. Look, I, I can tell you now, if you put Parsons at defensive end permanently, overtime he's not going to hold up against the run. Like, that's just not his game. That's not his style, right? Yeah, um, not at all. I think he'll hold up against the run on a consistent basis. Not saying he can't. I'm just saying if you're having him do it down in, down out, down and down out. Hold that edge. I, I don't think he holds that. So, um, what did you what did you see with the pass rush, which is going to lead us into conversation about next week? So, what did you see about the pass rush while you were there?
1: So, yeah, I think Parsons played a lot better in the second half than he did in the first half. Like everybody's praising Parsons and paid deservedly. So he had eight pressures. He got credited with eight pressures in the game. Like gotta give him credit, um, but it was mostly in the second half. In the first half, they had him lined up against Slater, <clears throat> and he got Stonewalled a lot. Um, not gonna lie. And then they switched him over to um, play against Storm Storm Norton, I think his name is. Yeah. And he he annihilated that guy. He he that guy was not ready. Um, but outside of outside of Parsons, there wasn't really any. Well, you had some from Osa Odigizuwa. But outside of that, there wasn't that much. Uh, you got a couple of it for a but it was hit and miss. Um, I, I, I don't know where when Dorrance Armstrong got injured because now he's out for this coming up week, and I'm not sure where he got injured if he got injured during the game because, like I said, we had a we had a in there, and then Kamara rushed a little bit, which I was really surprised about. Um, so I don't remember when you're, when you're, where he got injured, but I didn't really notice him that much in the game. To, be, if I'm being honest, I'll have to go. I have to still have to go back and rewatch it. Um, yeah, but. and it's been on a, on a single on
0: a, look. If you don't see him sometimes, that doesn't mean that you know it could have been his two plays he was in there for and he got injured and you just you missed yeah. the rest, right? Like that, that's that happens. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we all think, oh, he didn't play well, maybe he was injured, like highly possible, you know. Yeah, uh, so talking about this week, you brought it up. Doran Armstrong is out, Randy Gregory is back. So there is some, some addition of the pass rush. They'll obviously use Parsons, but now that Armstrong's out, you know, how, how do you do this? Right. Because again, here, we're back to the same conversation. Now, granted you have Gregory, which helps a ton, but you're still without tank. Mm -hmm. You now don't have your backup Armstrong. Like, where do you go from here? Do you, do you say, okay, Parsons, we're going to ask you to do it again. Um, which, look, Jalen had a solid game, but you know, history dictates that he hasn't been solid all the time. So do you trust that you know, that wasn't an anomaly? I, and look, fairly to him, he has warranted some questions. Like, I'm not saying, you know, th- this isn't warranted. This isn't just hate on Jalen. Like, everybody can say, and probably even in an in honest moment, he would tell you, that he warrants some of the criticism, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so where do you see them going from here? Do you think it's going to be Parsons again? Do you think they try something different? Um, You know, is a nigh enough right now? Um, You know, and and look, I don't have an answer on this one because I, you know, I would have just said put Armstrong out there. Yeah. Well, you can't now. So now what?
1: Yeah, it's a good question because, um, in this game, when you have a quarterback, like, uh, like you're going up against Hertz, who's a running quarterback, he's got, he had like, he's got over 40 yards in both games rushing so far. Um, he, he's a threat to run it. He's a very mobile quarterback. Well, Herbert was, well, Herbert last week was mobile. He wasn't a guy who was going to run. He was just going to, you know, move around to get a pass. And he killed us when he did, he, he made some big plays when he did. Um, so that's and I want, and it's been brought up by a lot of people. I, I think it's a great idea to kind of have Parsons in a linebacker role where he's kind of, out of on a spy on Jalen Hurts. I think that's a great idea. When it's a run, he can see it's a run, play run defense. But when Jalen Hurts has the ball, you, you, you're you spying on him. But doing that, you kind of take away that extra pass rush on the defense end. And where do you get? Well, Dorm Trunks has gone. Okay, Randy Gregory's back. Who fills? And it kind of is left to, it's an eye, right? Like, or Basham. I mean, but Basham's not going to. Pre- give you a huge Uh, pass rush so he's more of a run-stopping defense fan so i'm kind of like okay where is that going to come from
0: and and, you know they're going to have to design it because you know while hurts is a running quarterback he is very prone to throwing mistakes at least Mm -hmm. so far right like that's been the question on him is like you know can he put it all together Mm -hmm. and so far it's been shown that you know maybe he can't put it all together um, at least that's the question. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I'm not saying he's, you know, write him off on automatically. Like, don't do that. But it's, uh, if you're going to want to win this game, you're going to have to put him in situations that he makes mistakes. That's just what you're going to have to do. And so I don't know how they're going to do it. If, you know, they want to stop hurts running. They want to stop the run because look, the Eagles run like that's, yeah they're doing now um you know long gone are the days of you know oh gosh i almost said cunningham uh (laughs) you know um you know launching bombs and you know doing you know jackson killing us deep and whatnot but
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um you know i don't know how they're how to play this one i think they're gonna win i don't think that's really my my question here it's how are they going to play this in a different manner, because to your point, the Chargers were all about trying to pass. That's who they are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Um, mostly. Uh, they're, you know, not saying they can't run. I'm just saying they're mostly a passing team of Herbert. So were the Bucks. So, right. So what do you do now? Like, where, where do you go now? Um, I don't know. There's There's a lot of question mark of how they play this game. I think they have better talent. I think that they have um, better coaching. Um, let's just be honest. I don't, I don't think the Eagles coaches are that great. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think all of that plays into their favor. I just don't know how they're going to play it because at the end of the day, you, you have to account for something you haven't had to account for. And that's a really mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, look to your point. It's not like Herbert can't run at all, but he's not the guy who's going to you know take off and burn you for fifty yards. Yeah, it hurts it. Yeah, it hurts is it, it it, that guy. So, what do you? What are your th- thoughts of? You know, play this game to have hurts beat you through the air, and play it that way, and say if you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us with the run and only the run.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh. Yeah, I think I think so. I think you're gonna have to play be careful and play deep because uh, when when how Hertz has killed teams is by hitting the big shot so far this yeah. this season uh, against the Falcons. Um, he ran on them too. Um but then against the uh 49ers, he had 190 passing yards and 91 of them came on one play. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know he he has to hit the big I don't think I think it's kind of like what the Chargers try to do. You know, hey, methodically run it down, run it on us, and methodically move down the field slowly. I think that's kind of a good strategy because I don't know if they can do that. I don't think they can do that, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not sure Hertz has that ability to right now in exactly. his game. Yeah, um, you know, I, I, I kind of, I kind of lean that way because here's the other piece that we're missing. It looks like Neil's going to be out. Yes. Right. And, and that plays a little bit of a role on your ability to cover at the line, running yeah. backs and coming out the flats and, you know, here's,
1: here's the thing. I think that might be a little bit of a blessing in disguise. It, it hurts the depth of course, but from what I've seen is the LV has been the better player so far this year. And since the game started, so it might, and, um, Neil has been out snapping him, getting more snaps. So I think it might be a little bit of a blessing in disguise um, if it gets LVE on the field a little more because I think he's been playing better. But the thing is, is we got to remember that uh, Neil did not fail a test. He's just not vaccinated and he was a high-risk contact. So he's testing every day. So there is a possibility that he just never tests positive and he can come back for the game. True.
0: true. it'll be interesting to see how they do this, especially with Neil out, right? Because Neil kind of provided like that safety linebacker coverage, the line, help play the run, play the short game kind of thing. And now without him, you know, how do you, how do you move forward on that? And so, um, you know, does Cox start playing this week?
1: I think he might, because just because of the depth, if if he, he can't go, then... I think you're going to have to just because of the depth and how they've worked the, the rotation. You yeah, know, It's not I, going to be a ton, but you know, some.
0: And I'm down for that. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. In spot duty, right? Like don't mm-hmm. ask out there, you know, 40 snaps, Yeah. but if you know that, you know, you're having some trouble covering hurts, maybe throw them out there and let him spy. If you're, if you don't have Neil, right. And then use LVE to kind of keep the, the running back or the tight end kind of bay um, because he is playing pretty well in that aspect. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it's, I've been kind of debating on how they're going to attack the Eagles defensively, offensively. I think that the Cowboys are just going to absolutely have a field day.
1: Oh yeah. I don't think they match up with us very well at all. I mean, besides also the, the, the line to defensive line, I think they're at a severe disadvantage. At the linebacker, especially linebacking core, use Pollard and Zeke out of the backfield, Pollard on some screen passes, and they're going to be hurting. They're going to be really hurting.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, So, offensively, you know, it looks like we're going to get potentially, um, you know, Collins is going to be, you know, Mm-hmm. We got the Collins thing. We got, you know, Gallup's out. Yeah. You're still going to have Wilson, Brown. You're going to have the tight ends. Um, I am curious if they're going to use the tight ends a little more. Um, I think, this I think it'd be a good idea. Um, because if you, to your point with the linebackers, they're a little soft over the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this might be the time that, you know, if they're going to play it like the Chargers play and try to bracket and say, beat us, well, guess what? You can beat them up the
1: middle. Oh, yeah. Definitely.
0: So I, offensively, I think it's going to be – it's going to be – they just can't keep up on, on us. It Our defense is still a little bit of a question mark. Um, our special teams has played better this last week. Mm-hmm. You know – Besides it, that
1: one, the, the, the rough one look- better.
0: I was fine with them roughing the punter. I, I so honestly, sad. so sad. I, I was fine with them trying to block it. It was a, I get why they tried. Um, and if you look back at the history of the chargers, the last two seasons, essentially um, they've had blocked punts and mm-hmm. right up the middle, exactly where they were rushing from is exactly how they were blocked. teams were blocking them. So I was fine with it. You know, you're trying to, you're trying to kind of put points up on the board here. They're, they're bracketing your, your, Wide receivers, like throw it at them, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Herbert is not rating, you know, the chance of him being able to make a drive back is a lot lower. You know, you can, you can risk things a little more. Your, your, your percentage goes up.
1: Yeah. It's on Kamara. He's just got to be smarter and know where he's at on the field. Yeah. And know that you can't hit the, you can't hit the punter there. He's got to know that. It's a learning, learning thing for a rookie, but, you know, just learn and move on. Yeah. It was,
0: um it was fine, and he was blocked into it. I mean like there was he a whole it yeah, you know, like you go back and watch it and you're like, eh, all right, I guess, you know I, yeah. I don't agree with it, but I I get the rule and technically I suppose it fell within the rule um so as we look forward, okay, as we look forward, you got the Giants, you got Carolina, right mm-hmm this is a time to build on this defensive thing. This this whole turnovers. Figure out who you have on pass rush. <clears throat> um, you know, get the the safeties have been playing fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You know, and, and look, you if you get Wilson back, uh, you you have Hooker sitting there, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're out, Neil. Hooker's shown the, the point you can play at the line, you know, do you, do you maybe play with that a little bit?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's a good problem to have to, to, uh, to, be honest with you, it's a really good problem to have that they have with the safety. It went, geez, we are begging for one safety last year. Now we're, we, it feels like we got a plethora and we're talking about who do we play, you know, like it's mm-hmm. kind of weird right now. Um, but Man, I like their big nickel with their three safeties when they bring curse on the field and they got they had hooker, they had um KZ, and they had curse all on the field at the same time. They that was probably their best package against the the chargers when they went big nickel. And yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, it it did. Fantastic. And what do you do with Wilson there? You, I mean, like it's it's hard, like with how they're playing, like hooker. Booker had some mistakes. He was slow to the ball a couple times on some receptions, some deep throws. He was a little bit late. He's, it's his first game back. He's getting used to it. Um, he His recovery was slower than KZ's. He got injured later than KZ in the season. So um, he's still getting his feel back, so I think he'll be better. But he looked good. He, he played good in the box. He had that big tackle for loss. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, I, I like our safety play so far.
0: Yeah, I, I it's been – Very refreshing. Um, Now, if we can get the pass rush going and and figure out the left cornerback, you know, I I think you,
1: I think he's two weeks away.
0: Potentially, potentially. But look, we we hope he's two weeks away. Yeah. Like, let's be very honest, right? We hope he's two weeks away.
1: Yeah. Um, So I think think we'll have him probably, hopefully, hopefully for the Carolina game, if not for the Giants game. That's that's my 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 hope.
0: Well, we'll see. I mean, I, I think if they don't, you know, if they want to keep him out, like this would be the stretch that you keep him out on, right? Because then you have the bye week, yeah. and so if, you're, if you if you're going to play that way and give him extra time to kind of get healthy, make sure he's got the playbook, make sure like everything's solid on him, you know, you you could conceivably give it an extra week, right? Yeah. And
1: I'm I'm at the point where we're playing good enough. He he's shown ball hawking ability that Brown has not. Um, mm-hmm. And Brown's making mistakes out there that a rookie would make. And I'm like, just let the rookie go out there and make those mistakes and grow. Yeah. You know? um, and that's kind of how I'm at. But yeah, but he has to be healthy. He has to feel comfortable if I don't want I don't want to rush him back and, you know, Reinjured I and he's out for the rest of the season or anything like that. So make sure he's good. Make sure he's good to go. If that takes till after the bye, then that's what it is. But I do want to see him out there.
0: Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be weird to see how they play this because if they decide not to play him, then you know he's going to be back after the bye week, and that's what they're preparing for, mm-hmm. you know. But they get tired of Brown early enough and say, you know what, you're back before the bye week, let's get you in. I just I don't know I think they could play it either way. you throw right out there you know there's Kennedy sitting there. they have options for whatever reason they're not they're keeping Brown and Lewis both out there um, mm. you know, both let's be honest I've been struggling the first two weeks um, yeah you know so i it'll be you know, do you move Brown inside where he's, he's actually better inside, right? Like we, I think we all know he's, he's always been a little bit better in the slot. Do you throw Brown inside and say, Hey, look, you're going to replace Lewis and then, you know, play Joseph for the outside. I'd,
1: I, I just, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I did, did Kennedy like in the last week of training camp, he's still uh, Quinn's egg McMuffin and training camp or something like that. Like the, I, how can this guy not get on the field when he was clearly the second best cornerback in camp in preseason? It, yeah. I don't get it. He can't see the field. I, I don't, I don't get it at all. Um, yeah. my,
0: I don't know. And he was fantastic in preseason and, or in yeah. training. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's something we just don't know. Um, you know, it would be interesting to, it would be interesting to have the insight of that to see what was there actually going on, but fortunately we don't. Um okay, so let's talk. We did it last week. Before we go to scores, who is your player to watch this game?
1: Man, you nailed it last week. Um <laughs> <sighs> player to watch. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go with an easy one, man. I'm gonna try to get a guy who who does as good as you got last week. And I'm going to go Parsons. All right. And, All right. I want to see what they do with it. Is he going to have that same role that he had last week, or is he going to be in a new role? They're going to give him a new responsibility and keep playing him as that, that queen on the chessboard, as they say, as he calls himself a queen on the chessboard where, Hey, I, I do everything. I go everywhere and I can do mm-hmm. anything. Um, you know, he wants to return. He wants to return kicks. He wants to kick field goals. Like he wants to do everything for the team and, you know, Hey, put him in a linebacker position, put him in that spy. I want to see if they do that. And when was the last time we had a spy, like running, running quarterbacks have killed us over the years. So we get a spy and we shut that down, man. So I'm interested in seeing that. So that's going to be my guy.
0: Okay. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to go again with a little offbeat, right. Uh, Cause I like doing the offbeat guys. So I think this is the week you're going to see um, Schultz show up. Okay. Um, maybe Jarwin, um, but you're going to probably see Schultz show up. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to attack that seam, that middle kind of soft spot, um, and I think that that's that's it. Like that's that's my key. Yeah. Um, so before we go to scoring, there was also something I talked about this week, um, and I wanted to kind of bring it up. So I wrote an article this week. And I was talking about the red zone offense, right? Because if there's one flaw with this offense right now, it's, it's red zone, right? Mm-hmm. Red zone, the red zone offense, like it was better this last week because Collard and, you know, all of that, mm-hmm. but it's still not great. They're still last week, they were middle of the league in red zone percentage. Um, right now they're bottom of the bottom tier of the league. Um for overall the first two weeks. What do you see as the problem? Like I'll go and back in a kind of what I covered, but what do you see as the problem and why there's, there's some issues in the red zone?
1: It's really been execution. And I know that's kind of a cliche, but it really has been executed. The play calling has been fine. Like people get mad at Moore and they say, oh, he's great. But they up when he gets in the red zone, but it really hasn't been Moore. Like Moore has designed really nice plays in my opinion in the, in the red zone where, you know, like that, that, that sweep, the first, the first touchdown, that sweep to Pollard against the Chargers, beautiful play had every, they didn't even block Bosa because they knew they didn't. They let his momentum carry him past Pollard and, Um, I think it's like a lot of like because our failed attempt last week, um, uh, our failed attempt last week against the Chargers. um, We got in the red zone. We made a couple incomplete passes, and then we gave up the sack fumble where Tyron Smith, who's one of the best tackles in the league, barely ever gets beat, gets completely, completely whiffs on his guy and gets a free shot on Dak's blindside fumble. You know, we recover, we kick a field goal, but still, like, that's – That usually doesn't happen. And for whatever reason, it happens to us in the red zone. Like We'll play great all the way up there. And for whatever reason, we stop executing. We make little mental mistakes. And when you make little tiny mental mistakes in the red zone, it costs you.
0: Yeah. So one of the things I thought that when I went back and looked was first off, the play calling gets a little little more safe. Um, They don't really disguise a ton as they get closer to to the goal line, right? one thing you see between the twenties is there's pre-snap movement and there's Mm -hmm. how there's this disguising of like where people are going to line up, where they're going to be, what route they're going to run. You know, there's rubber routes. There's, there's these things that they are doing to kind of free people up and kind of hide what they're doing. You don't really see that as much in the red zone, right? There's a lot of these, these um, you know, fades or or back shoulder throws or, passes or and they're very basic like they're very straight up like do it right and they're not executing to your point and so you're getting this this problem the other thing i've seen is they're stacking receivers
2: mm-hmm.
0: right and and by doing that what you're causing is a stack of the defense in that area and then you're not running you're not running routes you're not running rub routes you're not scheming somebody open so what's happening is these guys are running you know I'm going to run an out. I'm going to run a fade, and I'm going to run a um, a curl. Well, when you do that, you have three defenders standing within a ten yard area, right? And the windows get super close, especially down the red zone. And so you're not you're you're not getting those passes. And then you have the tight ends who, if you watch what the tight ends do, a lot of times they're just running up to the goal line and across, like yeah. right, like it's it's a simple route. It's a simple thing, and I think some of it is the design, but I think some of it's also the fact that they're not disguising as they get closer to the goal line. And you know, I kind of want so you were at the game, so I went. I kind of want to see if like how you see that versus kind of what I'm seeing.
1: Yeah, you you do have a point. They do they, they From what I remember, um, they did motion less once they got into the red zone. Um, I I still think that you know they're. Their play calling has been good. They have ran plays that can get them to score. Um, I mean, they did better. They were two for three in the red zone last week. Um, the first game, they really struggled. Uh, I think they were one for four. And uh, but a lot of that, again, was execution. You know, Dak missed a guy wide open in the end zone. He he was late to Zeke in the flat where Zeke, if he, he caught it and went out of bounds, if he would have got it to him two seconds earlier, Zeke walks into the end zone. You know, just like little things like that where you don't have the margin for mistake. In the red zone and everything's sped up in the red zone there's less there's less there's less grass or turf to travel like so everything's sped up everything's quicker and you got to process everything quicker so I think it's that has been a lot of the issue um but I do agree with you with the 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 less motions that they do stack the receivers in there um I'll have to look at the tight ends I didn't notice that about the tight ends as much but I'll, I'll go back and I'll have to look at look at that but um it's just when they execute they're fine um they usually have a play call and they usually have an ability to get open get it like last week against the car um chargers Dak nails cooper right in the hands with the pass and yeah he gets hit by the safety but that's usually a pass cooper comes down with maybe it was because of the ribs now that we know them without the ribs maybe but that's usually a pass he comes down with but he drops it in the end zone you know it's just little execution things like that that i'm noticing
0: yeah it i it just just things i've been kind of watching and seeing like you know, you, you're getting like the tight ends. You get one to run across the back goal line and then one will go just over the goal line and run the goal line, right? Like mm-hmm. very simple, simple kind of plays. Um, you know, look, you and I are, are big Ralston fans. Maybe it's time, you know, get it's a been fullback time. in there. Been and time. Get a fullback for that goal line and have him create a gap because that's the other thing you're not seeing, right? When they, when they hand it to Zeke, you know, or they try to, to power it in. It's not there. It's just it hasn't been there, right? Um, now this week it was better, right, with with Pollard and all that. But it's mm-hmm. it just had, traditionally has not been there. Yeah. So you get that lead fullback to kind of add that extra juice to for the offensive line. Um, so I don't know, it just it, something that somebody brought up to me, um, um, Mr. Ryle from Blogging the Boys, if you remember, if you know him. Mm -hmm. Um, he, he kind of brought it up and I I went back and thought about it and and responded to him and wrote the article about it. And I was like, you know, this is, this is something interesting because I hadn't really considered what the cause of it was like the full cause, right? Yes. There's, there's little things that you can see, but I was like, man, what really is this? And when I looked at the way they stacked the receivers, like, why are they doing this?
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and look at that more.
0: Very bizarre the way they stack them. They're not even spread out. They're very bunched up, and, and it's just very odd. Um, all right, so let's get to the game. Let's 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 see how you feel. How are you feeling, rolling to the Eagles? What do you think the final score will be? And let's add a little bit of a twist this week. Okay. Okay. Because I like adding twists. <laughs> I like. I, I do. I have to admit, I like adding a little twist. So, not only was the final score okay, but offensively, offensively, who will be your MVP of the game?
1: Okay, okay. Um, so I've talked about it, I'm not impressed with this Eagles team. Maybe they'll come and they'll come on Monday night and they'll shut me up. Maybe I'm just not impressed. Their defense is okay, their defense line is really good, and that's what's carried them. But also, what's carried them is they haven't played anybody, they played the Falcons who are one of the worst teams in football and they faced a 49ers team that's already beaten up and had their third and fourth string running back starting the game. And then they lost their third and fourth string running backs to injury during the game. So, right. and they still got beat. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. So like, I just, I'm, I haven't been impressed with them at all. Um, I think that I got the Cowboys winning 34, 17 and uh, Dak is my MVP. I think Dak has a game where he, he bounces back from his mediocre – I mean, he was efficient, but he didn't have any touchdowns, you know, in that one bad throw with the pick. Um, but, like, I think Dak bounces back, and I think he has – he, he's, he's the MVP of the game.
0: Okay. So I, I went just a slight lower on our end. I went 31 to 20, okay. um, partially because they have a solid defensive line, mm-hmm. uh, right? And, and I kind of figure they'll be far – I have a feeling they'll be far enough ahead – that They're going to try to chew some clock up at the end, um, so I'm going to go 31-20, Cowboys. Uh, my offensive MVP. Look, I, I could say Dak, I could say that, but I, I'm gonna, I'm actually going to hold here, and I'm going to say it's going to be one of the tight ends. I'll say Schultz, but it could be, it's going to be one of the tight ends. I think is going to have himself a game. Um, that they're going to. They're going to get behind that defensive line and get into those linebackers and and just have some heyday. Um, so that's where I'm going to kind of lean on it. All right. So we've talked about the game. We've talked about the Eagles. Um, you know, we we talked we wrapped up last week a little bit. Let's move to the draft real quick. Like, let's do it. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So again, I am not impressed with this quarterback class. Not at all. Right. Like. Even the, the elite guys, it's kind of like, eh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, look, you're still going to get one high. It's just quarterbacks go high. You know, teams need quarterbacks. It's hard to find a really top tier quarterback in the NFL. And, and a lot of teams just muddle through until they find somebody. So I'm not impressed by the quarterbacks really yet. Mm-hmm. Um, now that can change, it's still fairly early cornerbacks again safeties looks like this is going to be a solid class for it. Um, I'm also not impressed with wide receiver.
1: No, it's, it's, I was just about to say the same thing. It's a down class for wide receiver, especially with how good the last two to three classes have been at wide three classes really have been at wide receiver have been really impressive. And it's really down, um, I'm not impressed with that. I'm not impressed with a lot with the offensive side of the ball, like a huge amount. Um, there are some good linemen, but overall, the, the, playmaking, the playmaking ability is not there. And uh, like you said, the quarterbacks. I said last week on the show that I was giving Spencer a rattler another, another week. He, was, you know, he had a bad week one. Jeez, he had a bad week one, had a week off to think about it, and then came out and, pff, okay, against Nebraska. It was one of yeah. the worst teams. Like I'm, I'm I'm just not impressed with the kid at all. No, no.
0: And and look, it I'm not gonna say he he has not been okay. Like he it isn't awful. It's just he was supposed to be the the next mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, essentially, yeah. right? That's what everybody was basically saying. Like he's gonna be that kid. And so far it just has not been that way. However, running back has been a little bit of a surprise this year. Um there's we're talking about playmakers and look, you and I are not big on drafting running backs high, uh, not in today's NFL, but if you're, if we're going to talk offense, like the running backs have actually been doing pretty decently this, this season. Um, and that's where a lot of teams are getting their explosion from is this, mm-hmm. this running back and using them also as receivers. Yeah. You know, you're seeing a lot of screens and, and you know, bubble passes and all that, but um I'm just, I'm kind of concerned. It, if it's offensive linemen and running backs, like this is going to be a, shaping up to be a really unique draft if you're talking defense leads the way. Um, and because, which is good for the Cowboys. Which is great for the Cowboys, yeah. So looking at the Cowboys, what they need, what we know currently, what they need, okay? Mm-hmm. Where are you going with your first two picks? What positions? You don't have to give me names yet, um, but what positions are you looking at as we're progressing through the season? And you're like, okay, here's here's what I'm seeing. We need right now. Where are you at?
1: Yeah, um, I'm looking at the same position that I was looking at last year. I'm looking at uh, the secondary. I'm looking at cornerback, and I'm looking at safety. Um, look, we can get out of both Brown and Jordan Lewis's contracts next year, which I think we should do. I don't know if they will, but I think we should do it. Um, Kennedy, I think, is on his last year. And uh then our safeties, like all of our safeties are on there last year. Uh KZ's on a one year deal, Hooker's on a one year deal, Donovan Wilson, I believe, is in his last year or second's last year. Maybe he has one more year. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that one. But you know, so what are we gonna do? We, you know, we we have some, there's a lot, there's some free agents there, and there's some good players in the draft. Um hopefully we're drafting late in the first round. Um, that's the goal <laughs> um but we'll see
0: and hopefully 30 second if we're all being able.
1: yeah yeah 100 percent so that's where i'm looking those those two positions that's where i'm looking you know and in the first couple of rounds the first two rounds those those are the two positions i want
0: okay yeah so i think safety is an absolute it depending on what they do you, you have to look at safety right um look that these guys are playing well enough right now where you're probably gonna at least keep one or two of them Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, but you know, you, you, you have Gallup sitting there next year. Do you, do you use that money and it Well, we'll, we'll get in cap at the end of the season, but, or as the season progresses, but I think safety is certainly one, you know, do you look at corner? Look, they have, right. They, they have Joseph, you know, do, do they, do they look maybe middle rounds for another slack guy? You know, do you go early on a corner? I don't know, right? Because we don't know what we really have in right yeah. just, just yet. Exactly. Um, I'm looking for pass rush depth. Because mm-hmm. you know, the last couple That's of weeks we've been about it, right? We've been talking about, you know, oh my gosh, you have Tank and Randy out. Where are you gonna get it from? And you're using your your linebacker, your 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 chess piece as your as a primary pass rusher. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, y- you may need to look at pass rush in this and, and say, look, you know, Anai I Armstrong, like we need to, maybe we need to upgrade from them. You know, maybe, you know, do you, we don't know what tanks injury looks like. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know, it's a foot again. Um, you know, Brandy is, is, it, contracting, you know, so we don't know any of that. So I'm looking pass Rush. Um, That's a good one. Offensive line wise, you know, look Steele played much better than I think all of us expected. Every single human except for maybe Steele um, <laughs> expected, you know, didn't expect as well as he played. I think it's time to start looking for a placement offensive tackle. Yeah. You know, do you do that in the first two rounds? I don't know at this point. Um, but you, I think you need to start looking. Guard, I mean, guard's been okay. But look, center, man.
1: Center's a big question mark. But do you use a first – how many first-round grades are I going to be on centers? You might get one. You might get one, yeah. And would he fall to 32? I don't, oh, but do I don't you know if we're center. going
0: 32. But, but do you use a second-round pick on it? That's right? possible, yeah. You get more in the second round. And a lot of centers will go second, third, right? Because Mm -hmm. you get that kind of like cluster there where you're like, okay, these guys are, are solid. You know, it's rare that you find like the elite center in the first round and you'll get one here and there. I mean, Kravis, and you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get guys like that. Yeah. But do you use one in the second round? You may have to next year, you know? So yeah, safety is a great way to look. And if you, if you're smart about it, you re-sign two of your guys that you have, You use right. you use, um, maybe you re-sign Kennedy again, you use um, Joseph, and now you've given yourself a secondary and you go, okay, pass rush center. Yeah. You know, um, speaking of pass rush, uh, Taco Charlton signed with Pittsburgh. And I think the irony of him going to where TJ Watt is, after all the things that we dealt with as Cowboys fans, like I'm going to throw this out here. This is irony at its worst (laughs) and best
1: at the same time. It it makes me question if the Steelers aren't just trolling us. (laughs) They're just like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we signed this guy off the street right now? Don't even need him, but don't even play him. Like just, just sign him and have him back up TJ.
0: (laughs) You know, if, if they were smart, they would go and try to get Le'Veon Bell back and have Taco Bell, but hey, you know. <laughs> oh, oh my
1: goodness. Oh man. I had to. I had to. <laughs> that was that was good. That was good. Thank, thank you. Um okay, so so
0: we've talked a little bit about drafts, we've talked about the sex game. I'm gonna be gone for three weeks. So let me just throw this out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you now. I think the Cowboys win the next three weeks. Okay, I'll let that hang for the next three weeks. Okay, I, I think the Cowboys will win the next three games. Um, I'm going to do everything in my power to be watching the games. I will certainly be listening, um, but I, you know I'll be out in the middle of the sticks. So we'll we'll see what I can do. But uh, yeah, I, I think the Cowboys are going to win the next three games. I think that they're going to have to find pass rush. And if they can find pass rush, especially build it up over these next three games, this team is going to be super dangerous the second half of the season. Yeah. Prediction now.
1: 100%. I think that with the injuries we've had and the bad luck we've had, um, if you think about it, we're getting Joseph back soon. Mm-hmm. We're getting Gall- We're getting Gallimore back soon. Mm-hmm. Tank-, Tank is coming back in the second half of the season um if we make a run in the first half of the season we have a good record with like one to two losses you know it sets up really nicely with these guys coming back for the more difficult part of the schedule
0: right and it it works out great you're starting the most difficult part of the schedule right off that bye yeah you know like let's let's be real honest um so I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. I think they win the next three weeks. I think they go into the bye week with one loss. Um, you know, they're, they're all, I think the biggest question in the next three games is going to be Carolina. Yes. And, and look, I am not big on their quarterback. I have never been big on their quarterback. I wasn't big on him coming out of the draft. You know, he went to the jets, which look, it's not fair to any quarterback. <laughs> I should just be very honest. Um, not fair to any quarterback to do that too but they're the only team that i kind of look at and go you know they they have something i don't yeah. know you know and and those are those weird games you you sometimes lose those
1: right yeah. like you're playing two rivals
0: you're playing you know you're playing the eagles you're playing the giants in between in those in that trio like that's that weird game that you, mm-hmm. you make um but i i think they'll pull it out Um, I think they're going to have a field day with the Eagles. Yeah. Um, And the uh, the Giants. And and the Giants. Look, and and that's the next thing is like you're playing Jalen Hurts, who look, he's looking better than he did last year. I'll give him full credit. He is looking better than he did last year, but he still has issues getting the ball downfield. Mm. He has some issues consistency wise, right? And he is turnover prone. We all know this. And then you're going to the turnover prone King, you know, you, in your division with, with Daniel Jones, like, yeah. And, and, oh, by the way, Jason Garrett, who, if you, if you follow or look up at anybody's, you know, that covers the giants right now, look, they want Garrett gone, gone. Mm-hmm. Like they are tired of him. Um,
1: and rightfully so, you know, um, yeah, I would be. I mean, I'm still tired of him, and he's been gone yeah. for two years.
0: So, and, and I forgot they do play the Patriots um, right before the bye week, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so, how oh, I, oh man, you know they they could walk in with with one loss. Yep. You know they, they could walk in one loss, man, and you know you play the Patriots, you got to buy, and then you got the Vikings, Broncos, Atlanta, Chiefs. That four after that. Only one of those is really eh,
1: Vikings maybe. Vikings have been great, but the Falcons are really bad. Right. But Denver, like Denver looks good. And these look these you
0: got the Chiefs, Raiders, Saints. Saints have been
1: look great one week, look horrible one the next week.
0: Yeah. These next three weeks though, Eagles, Panthers, Giants. Yeah. And you're you're at home. Right? Like, you're at yeah. home for all three of those.
1: It's a nice little home stretch, yeah.
0: It's a nice home stretch. You know, you're, you're going to hopefully beat up on the Eagles. You're going to have Carolina rolling in, who, by the way, look, as, as decent as they've looked, which they have looked pretty decent. I'm not saying great. They've looked mm-hmm. okay. You can beat them. Oh yeah. You got the Giants, who look like an absolute dumpster fire right now. Yep. I mean, you have guys blocking themselves. <laughs> yes. I don't know if, you, if, you, if everybody hasn't seen that, go look it up on, on, on the old Twitter machine or on YouTube or something. Literally blocking himself.
1: Mm-hmm. Barkley blocking he, the lineman. yeah.
0: Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Um, and then you have the Patriots who, you know, y- yeah, you have Bill Belichick, but they haven't been stellar.
1: No, they're 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 undefeated, but they haven't been like, oh my goodness!
0: It's the Patriots. They're back. You're you're not saying they're back. You know, you're you're kind of like okay, they're
1: maybe. <laughs> oh man! Breaking news: uh, the New York Giants guard Shane Lemieux' season's over after knee surgery. So the, their offensive line was already bad. Now it just got worse.
0: And there you go. So, and, and look, if you're going to build up your pass rush, these are the game. These are the, the next three weeks. Are really the weeks that you're going to do that? You're going to get confidence. You're going to see these guys be able to. Pick. Carolina's kind of funky that way, mm-hmm. uh, but I think I think you can still kind of create pressure. Make make the quarterback see ghosts. Um,
1: you don't play an offense like you just played in back to no. weeks, like the Bucks and the the the, the Chargers. None no. of these teams have offenses like that. Not and even you close. Really don't
0: play that. Denver's okay. You don't really play that till week eleven right, when the Jeez. Chiefs come in. Yeah.
1: yeah, you don't have another offense like that until then.
0: Um, and then, you know, you don't really see a – I mean, you got the Raiders or eh, maybe eh, – They have a good maybe. offense. So far, so yeah. far. But we've seen a Gruden thing before. True. Um, you know, and then in week 17, you got the Cardinals. Like, There's you them. have a nice run up until the bye week, then you got the Vikings, who you never know what you're going to get out of the Vikings. Let's just be uh-huh. honest even when they're good, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, you got the Broncos who looked better than I think most people thought they were going to look. You have the Falcons who have been, yeah, and then you have the Chiefs and the Raiders. So that that stretch, when you get to the Chiefs Raiders, eh, not so much the Saints, but that that little run right there, the Broncos Falcons. Chiefs, Raiders, you're going to have a stretch. So work on these next three games, get the Eagles, focus on the Eagles, beat the Eagles, find your pass rush, and look, keep that secondary going, man. Keep those turnovers. Like, mm-hmm. I am so impressed by the turnovers.
1: Needed, and they've been great. And what I say before it started, I said, 2009 Saints, give up some yards, give up some points, but be opportunistic, take the ball away, give our offense some extra points, opportunities and that's what they've done
0: when do you think a pick six is coming
1: i wouldn't be surprised this week honestly i could see it this week
0: it's possible i think the giants game is going to be there the, i think there will at least be one of the giants game yeah um, you know i daniel jones just makes some really boneheaded plays
1: sometimes more likely it's probably a scoop and score in that game though from a, a daniel yeah. Jones fumble that's true That's true, but he has more fumbles than he has starts. It's
0: so ridiculous. (laughs) So ridiculous. Oh, and uh, before, before we go, I I do want to say, how do you sprain both ankles?
1: How is that possible? Like, if you don't know what we're talking about, Dan, Carson Wentz was injured again this week and he sprained an ankle and they said, oh, which ankle? And Frank Wrights, the head coach said uh, both (laughs) on the same play.
0: On the same it's, play, yeah. It's like, not even like,
1: oh, he did play. it once in the game, and then later on in the game he did the other one. No, same play, both. Things. I don't, I don't know how that's possible. <laughs>
0: Look, uh, the Eagles are done with him, and and we we can still make fun of it. But like, <laughs> how how do you sprain two ankles on the same play? And on top of that, on top of that, how do you even? <laughs>
1: If you guys could see Dan right now, it's hilarious.
0: (laughs) How do you even think he's going to play this week? Like, they are sitting there. He literally was in a walking boot and a scooter. (laughs) He was on a scooter this week. And they're like, Yeah, we're going to start him. No, you're like, What are you doing?
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're, They're trying to get that. They're, you know, hey, I would be sitting him out just to make sure I don't have to give up a first round pick make that a second round pick
0: yeah i guess i i guess that's the i don't even understand it's
2: uh,
0: i don't get it sometimes all right guys so i will be gone the next three weeks uh joseph will either be taking the hell himself We might have some special guests pop up um so please give it a listen i know i will be uh on my travels i will be in my my truck uh Throwing on the pod, the old podcast while I'm driving, um, but hopefully you guys enjoy the game. I will see you guys when I get back. Um, like I said, going to see my my daughter get married. Uh, I'm going to go see Zion National Park. We're going to do the Arches. Nice. Um, yeah, we're going to do Four Corners. We're going to hit Grand Canyon. We're going to hit Santa Fe. Um, so kind of a a, a nice needed break. Um, for me and my family, and I will awesome. see you guys take it back.
1: Awesome, so, Matt, just, be safe. Make sure you be safe, man.
0: Thank you. Um, so, where can we find you and your work, Joseph?
1: Yeah, you can find me um, on Twitter uh, at the J A Massey. Uh, also on the podcast here, uh, you can find us at, at Podcast Forty. Also, you can find my articles at uh, Starboys.com, starboysnetwork.com, starboys with a Z at the end, uh, starboysnetwork.com, and profootballmania.com. I started writing cowboy stuff for them.
0: Very nice. Oh, and uh, I, I heard you made an appearance on somebody's show?
1: Oh, yes. I was a uh, guest this week on the XXO show um, with the Starboys Network. So go ahead and uh, check that out this week as well.
0: Standing, standing. Of course, you can find me at Dan underscore Rupert, R U P P E R T, just like the old Yankees owner. Thank you very much, and uh, <laughs> and you can find me, of course, at SportDFW, uh, along with my editor, who's been on here, Reed. I, I keep touting Reed up. Hopefully, you guys are following him. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, one of the best coverage guys. Most slept on, but still one of the best coverage guys you can find for the Cowboys especially when it comes to analytics. So if you're not following
1: please do. 100%. I cannot stress it enough how much you need to follow him. Like, I'm still amazed at some of the stuff he does, like, in, <laughs> and the stats and analytics he has. It, it's impressive. It,
0: it really is. And, and he's so good at simplifying it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's so good at, at saying, this is what this means. And, and I really appreciate that from him. So Yeah. Well, great show. Um, go Cowboys. And, uh, I will see you in three weeks and I'm sure just, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace.